We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the March or Die podcast. Today we are going to ask the question, how do you prepare? How do you prepare? Before we jump into that, again, thank you for watching and or listening. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe if you have not yet. Hit the notification bell. That lets you know when this and other content comes online. For those of you that are listening on uh, or via podcast, you're listening and not watching, Thank you for doing that. Please make sure you subscribe to the service that you're receiving this podcast from, and then you'll know when new episodes come online as well. Also, go over to the YouTube channel, Jeremy Stallnecker. You can search for me there. You'll find that on YouTube. A lot of other content that I'd love to share with you as well. You can also follow me on just about every social media platform. I spend most of my time either on Facebook or on Instagram, so if you get a chance Go check those out, and that would be great. This is the show where we talk for just a few minutes every week about how we can move forward when the world around us seems to be falling apart. How do we move forward when the world around us seems to be falling apart? And I mentioned this last week. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, we talked about how really, even though we don't like to admit this, we're all born for battle. Life is a series of ups and downs, and over the course of a life, long or short, there will be battles. There will be those moments. It's inevitable. It will happen. There will be those moments when it feels like the world around us is falling apart. So what do we do? How do we move forward when that happens? The title of this podcast, of course, is March or Die. And if you sum up everything we talk about, that's it. When the world around you is falling apart, you only have two choices. You can march putting one foot in front of the other, moving forward to a more deliberate place where you can affect the enemy and win the battle, or you can stay where you are and die. And we talk about that, but I don't want to oversimplify. And that's why we, every week, come back together and talk through this a little bit more, because we understand that it's more than just understanding or just believing. We understand it's more than just believing that I simply need to move forward. Uh, Really, the question in front of us is not, should I move forward? The question is, how? We talk about that every week. Today, I want to bring up maybe a different aspect of this. It's the aspect of battle that none of us really like to look at or like to consider because it's not that exciting. But it is the aspect of battle. It's the aspect of warfare, of fighting, that is absolutely essential if we're going to win. 
If we're asking the question, how do I move forward, not should I move forward, uh, this isn't Jeremy convinced me to move forward, although we have those times as well. You're convinced. You know you need to move forward. The question is how. Maybe you're in a season of your life right now where you're not in a pitched battle. You're not going at it with an enemy. (laughs) You're not dealing with relationship issues or financial issues or other struggles. You're in a relatively peaceful moment. When the next battle comes, how are you going to move forward? These are very important questions for us to understand. Uh, That's why last week I, I spent some time talking about how we are born for battle. We like to believe that battle obstacles, dealing with relationship hurts and issues with our finances and workplace friction, dealing with these things, we like to believe is the exception. Those happen, but they're the exception. If you look at your life as a whole, though, you understand they're not the exception. Now, hopefully that's not the rule. You don't want to live there. But even the best of circumstances will have moments of battle. This is who we are. This is what we need to prepare for. And that's what we're going to talk about today, preparing for the battles. How do you prepare? Now, if you believe that battle is an anomaly somehow, that it's not normal, that it's not going to come, that it doesn't happen to most people, then you'll never prepare. It's like putting money in a retirement account when you're young. I'm never going to be old enough to need a retirement account, so why would I put money in? Well, those that understand, eventually they'll get there. They invest in that retirement account. They're set when the time comes. Those who don't, aren't. It's really that simple. So it is with the battles of life. There are so many areas we talk about. Again, we talk about uh, those relationships. Maybe it's with a spouse. Maybe it's with a child. Just someone else close to us, whatever the case. Your workplace situation. There can be friction. There can be difficulty. There can be heartbreak. There can be hurt. Maybe it's your finances. Uh, Maybe it's some other area of life that I wouldn't know about, that I don't share with you, but something that you know presents battles from time to time. How do you prepare for those things? Again, uh, this is not something we love to talk about, preparation. We don't like to talk about practice. We don't like to talk about getting ready. (laughs) We like to talk about, how can I win? I'm in the fight right now. But if you're not prepared, you will inevitably lose. There's a saying, I I love it, I have a hard time figuring out who exactly said it, but to the best of my ability, it looks like it first came from uh, Marine General Robert Hilliard Barrow, the 27th Commandant of the Marine Corps. Uh, Back in the late 70s, he made a statement uh, that was reported, and it looks like that's the first time this statement this way was said. So we'll attribute this to uh, General Barrow. He said this, amateurs talk about strategy and tactics. Professionals talk about logistics and sustainability in warfare. Maybe you've seen this somewhere, maybe on a plaque or uh, on a poster in someone's office. Maybe you've read this somewhere, but what a great, great statement. Here it is. Amateurs, (laughs) we all consider ourselves professionals, right? Amateurs talk about strategy and tactics. Now, even recently, I've broken down a little bit of what that means, the strategy and the tactics of a battle. Strategy is the the big plan. How do I win the war? Now, that war may be spread over a number of countries or theaters. It may involve uh, multiple coalition partners. It could be whatever. That's the war. 
The strategy is, how do I use what I have available to me, the relationships, the partnerships, the stuff, uh, the, the people, how do I use what I have available to me to win the war? That's strategy. Tactics is the micro of strategy. Now, tactics can include strategy, but tactics is, how do I move this unit to that place and deal with the enemy right in front of me? You can think of it like this in a military context. It's easy for me to understand. You have the division. <laughs> They're thinking strategy. The division commander's thinking strategy. How do I move all of these parts to win the war? But then within that division, way down toward the bottom, you have individual platoons. Those platoons move. They shoot. <laughs> they communicate. That's what they're supposed to do. They engage an enemy, and they win a fight. They win the battle. That winning of the battle will contribute to the larger strategy, which is winning the war. Now, this is the stuff we like to talk about. I have even said, and recently said, we need to think tactically. We need to think about winning the fight right in front of us, and we should. But when it comes to preparation, it's so much more fun to talk about how we're going to win the war. How we're going to use what we have available to us and, and utilize the different functions of our resources to win the war. What that's going to look like on the other side. We visualize ourselves when it's all over having conquered. We might, if we're a little more savvy, think about the tactical aspects of that. Winning the war is big picture. There's so much there I can't control, but I can control what's right in front of me. I can control the tactics of this moment, how I'm going to move right now to defeat the enemy right in front of me to win a battle that will contribute to winning the war. That's tactics. We love to talk about these things. We like to deal with these things and wrestle with these things and, and uh, spout back and forth philosophy <laughs> related to these things. This is fun to talk about. This is what most books deal with. Most books on relationships deal with how to navigate a hard relationship. We talk about communication. We need to communicate better. And, and maybe there's a physical aspect to a relationship we need to understand. We, we talk about all of these things. You know what that is? That's strategy. We're going to win the war. And some tactics to help us get there. Financially, it can be the same thing. We talk about the strategy that goes into getting to the other side of our lives with the money we need to retire. We talk about the tactical decisions. I'm not going to spend that here. I'm going to invest it here so I can get to the end, so I can win the war. That's how most of us think. That's what we want. When we sit down and ask for help, when we ask a friend for advice, when we go to a counselor or a pastor for counsel, what we're asking for is how we can best strategize or employ the tactics available to us to win. Those are all wonderful things to do. But if we're not careful, when the peaceful moment comes, we'll forget that another battle is just down the road. You know what the military does? The military prepares for battles that have not yet presented themselves. Hypothetical battles with hypothetical enemies. We used to, when I was a young lieutenant, go to what we call the sand table. Some of you may be familiar with this. The sand table is exactly that. It's a sandbox, but it's elevated. It's a table. <laughs> so you could stand next to it. And on that sand table, someone would go to the trouble of moving the dirt around so it would simulate the terrain of the place that you're talking about. We have little uh, army men, 
We call them Marines, of course. You'd have vehicles, you'd have all the things you need, and you'd move those around, and we'd uh, war game that. We'd talk about how to move all of those things around. We were talking strategy, how to engage the enemy. We were planning for a battle that would inevitably come. But what we often failed to talk about was how those soldiers, those Marines, were going to get there, where the ammunition was going to come from, how we were going to feed those frontline troops. Now, we would have classes away from the sand table that explained all of those pieces of what we uh, would call logistics. It all falls under the logistics field. But how are we going to supply those in the battle with what they need to win? And how do we pre-stage those things so that when the battle comes, we're ready to go? How do we prepare? General Barrow was right. Real professionals... Talk about logistics. That's getting the materials, the equipment to the front lines. And sustainability in warfare, the ability to continue to fight. That's what professionals talk about. So often that's where the battles and the wars are won or lost. So, how do you prepare? How are you preparing right now? What are you doing to get yourself in the best place possible to deal with the inevitable battles of life? The battles you don't know necessarily are coming. You can't uh, specifically identify them, but you know they're out there somewhere. How do you prepare? Now, this to me is a life-changing concept. Because if you're anything like me, what you do, because this is what I do, is I find myself in the battle, I do pretty well. I can deal with the issues and I, I can address what's happening. I can get help and ask for advice and employ that advice in the situation. But in the more peaceful moments, I start to ask questions like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What should I be doing? I don't feel, because I'm not engaged in the battle, like I'm doing anything super productive. These are questions that I ask myself. But here's what you should put your hand to, your hands to, when you're not fighting the fight. Preparation. Your purpose, when you're not in the fight, is to prepare for the fight. Put your energy into that. Now, this is not uh, some kind of a negative thought life or thought pattern. This is not uh, downer thinking it's only going to get worse. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about thinking constantly about putting ourselves in the best place possible to win when we get into that fight. This is so important and it's so helpful. Uh, often the fight is lost long before the enemy even shows up because no preparation was done. I could talk about this. I could try to convince you about it. I want to give you four areas you need to prepare. How exactly you do this may be different for you than it is for me, but there are four areas you need to prepare. Uh, these are reflective or reflected in the Department of Defense's Four Pillars of Resiliency, something we talk about often at the Mighty Oaks Foundation. The Four Pillars of Resiliency. To be resilient, to be able to bounce back in these areas. You need to prepare in these four areas. So true in life. When you're talking about planning, when you're talking about preparation, where do you need to focus? Four areas. These will not be a surprise to you. Mentally, physically, spiritually, and relationally. Mentally, this is so important. Read books. <laughs> read books. Uh, get off the social media stuff. Read books. 
Learn from people who have good marriages how to have a good marriage, even when yours is going well. Uh, Learn about finances. Learn about workplace relationships. Read books on leadership. Read books on history to learn from those who have gone before you. Engage mentally so that you have a storehouse of knowledge already built up before you find yourself in the fight. This is so important. It's so critical. Don't try to learn the skills you need to win when the enemy is shooting at you. That's too late. (laughs) Figure these skills out before you need them. Learn in these areas. Grow in these areas. Build yourself mentally. Physically, this is another one. Take care of yourself physically. Uh, I think often we fail to connect our bodies, the physical from the spiritual, the emotional, the mental. This is not about being an athlete. This is not about being a power lifter or a weight lifter or something like that. It's not about that. It's about taking care of yourself physically so that you have the energy, you have the stamina, you have the clarity and focus. You have what you need physically, the body, the thing that carries you around so that you can do what needs to be done when trials present themselves. Uh, It's crazy. When we were in Iraq, a big part of the the troop movement was done by um, amphibious tractors. We call them Amtraks. You've seen them. They look like metal boxes with tracks, (laughs) Uh, if you're familiar with those. They go in the water, of all things. It's crazy. They do float. I, I don't understand how all that works, but they do. We were in Iraq, not a lot of water, but they moved on land as well. They have tracks just like a tank does. Those tracks broke constantly. (laughs) What's crazy is inside you had Marines who were prepared for battle, had the weapons, had the ammunition, had the training, had everything they needed. But because the vehicle broke down, those troops could not get to where they needed to be to fight the enemy. We overcame. We had some incredible folks who could fix things and put it back together and get us on the road. But it's the same with your body. If your body is broken down, It doesn't matter how much your heart is in it, how mentally prepared you are, how spiritually uh, resilient you are. None of it matters if the machine that's carrying all of that can't get you where you need to go. Depression, anxiety, uh, so many of the emotional disorders that we talk about, pain that leads to frustration, that leads to anger, that leads to you're really hard to deal with. So much of that comes back to you physically. Prepare physically. You might find yourself at a moment in time where you can't exercise, you can't eat right for whatever reason. Be prepared when you get there. That will give you longevity and give you uh, an opportunity to invest in the crisis in front of you. Prepare mentally. Read, prepare, grow, learn. Physically, get your body in a place where it is as good as it can be. Eat well, sleep well, exercise. Be healthy. Spiritually, this is such an important one. Spiritual preparation is understanding that there is a God transcendent outside of us, outside of time, that he created us, that he has a plan for our lives, and that he sets the agenda. We lose often because we're not clear on the overall mission or the purpose, or we conclude that there's not one. And so we're just suffering, we're struggling, we're fighting, but there's no real purpose. Spiritually, We are prepared when we're right with God, when we understand he has a plan for our lives, and where we are 
walking in that plan. This is spending time in the Bible, reading what God wants us to know, spending time in prayer, talking to God and allowing him to speak to us. It's about being engaged in the more important work of honoring him, our creator. You do that work and that spiritual preparation then puts you in a place where you can deal with so many of the battles of life. Let's be honest, most of us won't deal with physical battles when we're talking about warfare and all these things. It's not physical for most of us. It's very much spiritual. It it then plays on our emotions and our mind. But we need to be spiritually prepared. The Bible talks about this in Ephesians chapter 6. talks about spiritual warfare and putting on the armor of, of God, the armor that God has given to us through his word. It's not spooky. It's not weird. It's about being in the right place spiritually before God so that you can clearly understand what you need to do and do that. You're prepared mentally. You're prepared physically. That is uh, the machine that's carrying you around spiritually. You're right with God. You're in line with where he wants you to be. The last area is relationally. And this is, uh, again, critical. What we tend to do in relationships is when they're going well, we enjoy them. When they're not going well, we fight through them so we can get back to a place where we can enjoy them again. If you are particularly a spouse or you are a parent, these very close relationships, these uh, intimate relationships, family relationships. You need to invest in those relationships, building up goodwill, (laughs) building grace, building trust, building camaraderie. Build those things before the battle comes. Here's what so often happens, particularly in families. A difficulty presents itself, a trial arises, And the family begins to pull apart based on a lack of trust, a lack of commitment, a lack of grace one toward the other. All of those are built into those relationships before the battle. Invest in your relationships. Do things that you enjoy together. Have deep, meaningful conversations. Pray together. uh, Worship God together. Invest in those relationships so that when the fight comes... You're all moving together, same direction, for the same cause, the same purpose, together. This is preparation. This is what professionals do. And you know why it's professionals that do this and not amateurs? Amateurs like to do the stuff that's fun, the stuff that comes natural, and the stuff that is extremely intuitive. (laughs) This just makes sense to me. I'm going to do that. Professionals are able to look more deeply, to analyze, to understand what actually makes the difference, and invest there. This is the reason so many intelligent, capable people fail financially, fail relationally, let themselves go physically, and don't invest adequately enough mentally gaining the skills they need to do the work in front of them. When things are well, when things are good, they're great. But when they're not, they're not just kind of bad, they're really bad bad. The difference is preparation. Here's the question. How do you prepare? We like to say that when you're in the fight, you only have two choices. You can march or you can die. And I always say this, thankfully, the choice is yours and it is. But I'll tell you what gives you the the fuel in the engine, the food in the stomach, 
the skills you need to march when it would be easier to die, that's preparation. What are you doing now today to prepare for the inevitable battles ahead? Professionals, instead of focusing so much on strategy and tactics, those are important, but professionals talk about logistics and sustainability in warfare. How do you prepare? Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there.